0: Radio pulpit on a Friday evening. It is I am live with given illustrative and Shal toy. The time now is 20 minutes to 8 PM. It is a Friday. You have so many reasons to be excited. And I hope that you plan on being intentional about your weekend. Uh, right now we're heading straight into our discussion. And this is the very last Friday of the month of July. Can you believe it? Charles? We are stepping into August. Mm. Can you believe believe it. it? Oh my goodness! Yeah, it is quite exciting. What I'm looking forward to is camping. I was yeah, already—I'm okay. so looking forward to it. I missed it so much because a lot of the people I camp with don't like camping through the in in winter. So, anyways, but anyways, let's head straight into our discussion for tonight. Uh, we're talking now about um, the the from boys to fathers, and our the question that we're trying to answer is how can we encourage young men to become Great fathers um, and this is I feel like a good father, right? Actually let me rather start it here. I really believe that one of the the, the bad things that exist within our culture and I'm talking specifically within the church, but also in general um, within our society, we have a terrible problem of preparing people for life-changing events three months before the event so if you're going to become a, a mom or a dad we start preparing you three months before they start telling you that this is what you do to a kid this is what happens this is what happens all this time no one's been preparing you and I think one place where you see that happening is in this idea that we've created this thing called pre-marital counseling And I said every word in air quotations, right? And I feel like premarital counseling is a very good example of how we've dropped the ball. Because from the day that I start coming to church, no one is preparing me for marriage. Until the day I come and I say I've found someone. And even on that day, no one prepares me for marriage. Until the day I come and say I've proposed and we're now engaged, then they'll start to schedule premarital, um, 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 what's this, premarital counseling, counseling, right? Which is supposed to prepare me for marriage. And personally, I feel like those are exercises that are supposed to begin way before you get married, way. I mean, if we, we, we believe that doctors are supposed to take seven years before they're able to practice. If we believe that pilots, how long do pilots have to practice before they
1: fly, Charles? Well, for a private pilot's license, you need a 1,000 hours, if I'm not mistaken. That's for a private. Then for commercial, you need obviously more. And mm. then I don't even... Oh, don't so count they counted it it in hours, hours that you're flying. If they counted literally in hours that you're flying. Uh, mm. a 1,000 hours. Mm. That That's a very long time to be flying.
0: Exactly, it is. But now, for marriage, for flying a wife or a husband, <laughs> all you need is three months, you know, hardly even three months, actually. So I have a very huge gripe with how we have um, sandwiched the learning process. I wish, you know, uh, and I, and I'm not trying to just put this on churches even though churches are should take responsibility when it comes to this but i also want to put this on our communities in general you know when for example there 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 is this thing that's that's done you know whenever adults are doing adult things and then they'll look at you as a child and say oh, you're still a child go get mang mang you know instead of showing you how the thing is done instead they make you feel little and like this has nothing to do with you go fetch whoever um, and I know that there are communities where um, you know young girls learn when they're like teens at like 15 16 on how to take care of their younger siblings a baby an infant in the house because it prepares them and i'm also not i'm not a believer in the fact that only girl young girls are supposed to be taught that it is even more dangerous that we do not teach young boys how to take care of young children. You know, young girls will be there when mom is changing the diaper, they'll help. But for boys, we tell them, hi, you go, 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 go and be with the other boys or go and play outside. Mm. We don't prime young boys and prepare them for fatherhood. And this is a serious, serious problem. So we really need to look into the question of how do we prepare? young men and i'm talking from gen z's to millennials and all the way to when you know we now become i mean millennials already have sons and kids i'm talking specifically about gen z's and those millennials that don't yet have kids such as myself how do we begin to teach them to be fathers Charles, i'm gonna hand over to you because i think you understand the transition you know you've you've seen the before the during actually yeah you've seen the before the during and by during i mean like if you might be fortunate enough to have not been taught just before um and then now you're actually in the experience of being a dad so take over
1: you know it's very interesting the moment that people realize you're you're becoming a parent especially for first-time parents Mm -hmm. they have all the answers um so when you walk with your wife in the street and she's pregnant everyone feel that they've they're allowed i don't know why it is, and it might just be in the Afrikaans white community, but they feel that they all of a sudden have this platform to speak to you and how you should raise your children. Um and i find it very interesting because it, it literally as you just said it only happens when the moment your wife is pregnant it doesn't happen before that and they stopped doing it the moment that the that my sons were born nobody came to me and said do you know how to raise them do you know how to discipline them have you have someone along the line decided to teach you or speak to you just to consider certain discipline ways there's not only one way for instance um and, and my plain and simple answer for this is that, that we have a lack of mentorship in the church. We have and, and the, the other way to phrase that the mentorship is sort of a very well known secular term, but if I can put it in biblical terms, the other way that we are struggling is we don't we do not disciple people anymore. Um, and and when we hear the term disciple, we immediately think about the eleven or twelve guys that follow Jesus uh, and he taught them everything to pertaining to to God, but if we read the book of Peter, we see that he said he has given you everything pertaining to life and godliness that 's not only theology for for that matter in within theology there's certain elements of theology too how do you speak to your wife? How do you train up your child? How do you do these certain things, and for that, you need a discipleship. Program that's that's my firm belief. I I've, in the church that we are currently pastoring. That's one of the things. That's the the roots of these this church is discipleship. You always need to have disciples, and you always need to be a disciple. And that's the one thing that I feel that how do you train? How, how do you learn or teach or train someone to become a parent by literally allowing them to see the way that you parent invite them into your household open up your house and let them eat with you spend time with you and see how you are doing it and that's literally the only way that you can you can teach them so that the moment that when they become parents uh, or they become a father they have already been equipped with certain background ideas The, the the mind for some reason files it under certain folders and it's stored there in the back dark corners of the mind but the moment you hear that first cry of your own son or daughter those things come back and you remember that you know what Shaal taught me that shawl said this and that perhaps that's a person i should go back to because i like the way that that he's approaching his children um and and i'm doing that in, in in my life now as well i see people their their children's like for instance 10 years older than what mine are or not even they my my oldest is four turning four in november their children are turning ten, but I see the way that their children are disciplined, and that's the way that I would like my children to be disciplined. So I go to the dad and said, "Listen, I saw you did this with your son. Why are you doing this? When did you start doing it? Um, because I've I've re I know the need of discipleship. So I'm allowing him to disciple me, and then I'm also discipling other people that that have have not yet had children. That's my answer." Uh, mentorship but also known as discipleship
0: yeah um, I, I I love the way that you've broken it down and I think what gives what you've just said a lot of value is the fact that it is an experience that you're talking about so it sort of mm. validates mm. and also uh, points out just how severe the problem is Um, because we do this to young boys so much right we we sort of separate them from the things that they're supposed to we make them disassociate themselves from the things that are supposed to be ingrained within them you know like caring Mm -hmm. like looking after Mm -hmm. um, and also protecting and uh, we want them to be more associated with the toughness and the playing outside and the you know um you know playing spider man salio spider man no no and and the thing about the thing about it is you know i mean I for one, I know that uh the example that you use with the person the father that uh disciplines their child. And then you actually go and find out and see how they do things. I find myself right now, so I have a, a friend who uh, he. Lo- what I love about it, what it's it's sort of like what I both love about him, and also a, a tad bit what irritates me about him is he. Oh, every time I hang out with him, it's at his home with his whole family. So, like, literally, it's going to be him, his wife, and his kids. But at the same time, I love that because. It I, it also puts me in that environment that I never had the opportunity to be in. And I can actually watch him being a father. You know, I can watch him yeah. discipline his kids. I can watch him, you know, sometimes I've noticed that when his kids are doing something wrong, he'll let them do it. So sometimes he lets them get away with things that, and that punishment is not always necessary just because you're irritated as a father. Um, he'll let them get away with some things, but then the things that are serious, he'll be like, Yay, um, don't make me fetch, you know, who, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. So it, it's honestly speaking, it's delightful to see also how he treats his wife as well, uh, with great respect. I mean, he always asks, um, me if I've opened the door for my person. Um, and, and you know, and it's always like a reminder, you know, and I, I'm, I'm a person who never, I never want to think of myself as having arrived, like I need no correction. Um, so I love to associate mm-hmm. myself with people who, even though you know, I know that the correction will hurt, but I want to be by that those people's side who can actually look at me and saying, "Given you're slacking here," um, and I and I think also even in doing that, I need to do it a little bit more. So one way in which I feel like we need to encourage young boys to be great fathers is that we need to first, first of all, stop treating boys like all they're good for is playing outside, like all they're good for is playing rough. We need to start help. Even, you know, I understand why a woman needs to uh, be be more attentive and more aggressively taught. When it comes to taking care of a child, I completely understand that logic, uh, particularly because especially in the early stages of a child, like they couldn't the the bond between the mother and the child is so big um, and, and it, yes. it's 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 quite honestly irreplaceable. I completely understand that. And I feel like for me personally, I'm a big believer in the fact that during those stages, the mother will look after the child and have all of her emotional investment in the child right and i feel like that's where the father needs to step up and have his emotional investment directed at his wife you know because Mm. she's pouring everything into this child and and doesn't really have anyone to lean on and then that's where you play your role but i could be wrong it's just uh, an idea that i have in my head uh but I do believe that
1: I think you're dead on. Yeah. 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 So so hold on to that when your time comes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I Mm. get
0: you. I get you. So, yeah, like I I really think we need to start treating boys and, and, and encouraging them to understand that taking care of a child is not unmanly. It's not something to be ashamed of that you changed a diaper. Or that you you know, you know, went into the chemist and, and bought medicine for your child. Or that you even decided to take your child and be like, you know what, we're just going to go for a walk or go for um, a, a meal at a restaurant. I'll just have him sit next to me. And it be just you and your son or you and your daughter. It's not mm. something to be ashamed of. Just because society... Um, and I think the harder one of the things that make it difficult to do anything is the fact knowing in your mind that society thinks it's weird. Wouldn't you say, Charles?
1: Yes. Um, I, I want to use myself as a, as an example again, but without meaning that I've got all the answers or I don't want to portray myself as the one having all the answers, but it's like the conversation we had. I think it was about three weeks ago when the lady felt she, the need to come up to me and said that I'm a good parent. She likes what I'm doing with my son. Um, it is because what I did with them, just taking them to the doctor and taking them, if I remember correctly, that was actually in the pharmacy. Um, they are so shocked and astounded with the fact that I'm completely, literally, that's the thing. They are shocked and astounded by the fact that I'm completely capable of taking care of my kids without my wife being around. Imagine. Um, it is like they, it's like society can't grasp the fact that dads are good parents. That's literally how I feel. mm um they they are shocked by the fact that they see like listen this dad is actually coping coping well um because i think at some stage the 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 idea crept in probably the generation before me the idea crept in that the moment that you become a parent you are only a parent mm. you are mm. you are nothing more than that um, so you will be at your house with your children. That's the way it will be. So you're working, and when you get home, you're parenting. Uh, that's the only thing that you do. And when you get guests over, you need to have guests with the same amount of children that you have. And then the children will play, and that you do something. You do not invite the children to become uh, – like the other day you made the statement that you said, uh, Afrikaans people now to build a fire. Mm. we get a fire going like in no time and then i said that it's because we've been doing it forever and the reason why that is is my my dad always had me since i was probably four years old showed me like remember this is how you pack the fire right and and he showed me that and now i'm whatever amount of years old he's a whatever amount of years old but when my dad built the fire to this day, he will remind me how to pack the fire. Imagine, you understand what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. So I'm probably going to do the same thing with my son, right? Um, um When he was two months old, I, I did not go close to the briar to, with him. Now he's, when he's two years old, I'll still say, don't get close to the thing. Fire is warm, and he's four years old, and he's already been burned by a briar. Uh, that just happened, <laughs> of course. But I'll still say, don't get close to the briar. You understand? Um, and then people... In one restaurant, actually, people came up to me and my wife and said they found it very comforting to see that we include our children in everything that we do. Wow. We do not go to a big chain restaurant where the children play and we can sit and have a conversation. We try our utmost. It's difficult. I need to be honest. It's difficult. My son is two and the elder is three, standing four. You can't have a conversation. Mm, <laughs> you understand? I can with, imagine. With regards to the tax, re- tax season that's opening, mm. or that did open, with my son, it means nothing to him. But they said, it's so comforting to see that there's a family trying their utmost best to have a decent conversation. Our phones weren't present. Uh, we were in the moment, literally in the moment, talking to my sons, showing him the ocean, because luckily we had an ocean view at that stage. And that's the thing, I think, with regards to coming back to the discipleship that I said earlier on. We need to incorporate people into your life. It literally means opening up your household like your friend is doing, saying, this is the way that I live. This is my normal. This is my everyday. Come be a part of it in order for you to see if this is the way that you think your normal, your everyday is going to be. And if you feel that you've got certain things that you don't want to include to it, find other people that can teach you those things. But the... the um. The pay it forward way, you remember that movie in the olden days? Paid the forward, pay it yeah. forward way is then open up your house as well uh, to do the same for other younger guys. And then they need to do the same thing as well because we, we, we miss that in church because we found this idea that churches are uh, a church is a place that you go on a Sunday morning and you probably have a home cell, or connect cell, connect group or something on a Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday evening and we do not necessarily live like the Jerusalem church, live like the, the, the Acts church. In other words, live in community with, with one another. Mm. And that's how we teach one another uh, how to live proper lifestyle. I, I believe that, that's how I think the church would function. And that's probably the best way to teach young boys to become men.
0: Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Um, so we're, we're literally going to jump Straight into our devotion right now, but um, I think really, really the way that we've um concluded this discussion, it's so uh, fulfilling for me, like honestly speaking. The only thing I regret is that I didn't film this, uh, so that we can <laughs> share it on our socials, but we will be podcasting it. So if you want to listen to these conversations or even share it with someone, remember that you can just go to the Radio Pulpit website at uh, radiopulpit.co.za or radiocouncil.co.za and you will find, um, these, uh, podcasts and you can listen to them. They, they basically, we podcast them throughout the week from Tuesday to Thursday. Um, And you can just share with uh, a friend or share with someone that you feel needs to hear this. Um, And we would greatly appreciate it as well. Uh, Now, I I, I quite honestly, I love the conclusion we've reached because I think it's practical and I think anyone Mm -hmm. can do it. If you know that God has graced you with the ability of being a good mother, Invite a young daughter and show her, let her see you do it. you know, um, and okay. if you're, you're, you're a father and you know that God has graced you with the ability to be a good father, then invite the, the, the young boys around your neighborhood who, who don't, do not have a dad as good as yours. I mean you don't have to invite all of them. you know you have sixty boys in your house. The police will start <laughs> asking questions, uh, but, but like just just have proximity. Um grace them with mm. your presence or even just invite them to a young conference and um share share with them as young men. Um and I'm gonna hand over to you, Shal.
1: Uh the devotion for this evening is found in the book of Titus, chapter two, verse six. Encourage the young men to be self-controlled in everything, set them an example by doing what is good. In your teaching show integrity, seriousness, and soundness of speech that cannot be condemned, so that those who oppose you may be ashamed because they have nothing bad to say about us. And I think this is very pertinent. Paul is writing to the his young apostle, this young disciple actually of his Titus, and he says to them to him, In your teaching show integrity. But he always says, In everything, set an example for the young boys if you want to train someone to become a father set an example by mm. being a father mm. he actually starts by saying Te- let the older men teach the younger men self-control so that's the biblical model so that's the way that i think we should do it open up your house live in community with the people in the same church that you serve and become a part of and that's my final two cents for this discussion